0: Welcome to RaMA for Today Radio.
1: Not only is your heart deformed, you were born with a deformed heart. He said, I mean by this, did you ever see a child, he said, with a deformed, with a club foot? I said, yes, sir. And I couldn't talk plain, but he understood me. And he said, well, that foot's deformed. <laughs> now he said, as he held up his imagine now, in your mind, you picture that this is a club foot. My fist now is a club foot. It's deformed. Now get the picture to mind. but my fist is your heart. It's deformed. Not only is your heart deformed, but you're you're deformed throughout your entire chest
0: area. You're listening to Rema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today we continue the series, My Life and Ministry, by Kenneth E. Hagen. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer, which includes the message you will hear today. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagen's classic message.
1: And through the summer of 1933, six weeks out of the 15, we- uh, out of the 13 weeks, I was unconscious. I was unconscious three times. or longer than that, most all the summer. I was unconscious three times, two weeks, one time, three weeks. So that'd be nine weeks out of 13. And when I came to, her, I asked Mama, what time is it? I thought maybe it's been 10 minutes. She told me what day it was. And my body became practically totally paralyzed. And I remember I said to Dr. Robertson then, at the end of summer, when I had regained consciousness, and a little bit not much but a little bit of use of that i couldn't bathe myself or feed myself i might start towards my mouth and you know go over my shoulder and if i tried to talk to somebody see if it's somebody i knew and didn't get excited i might could they could understand me because my tongue was partially paralyzed and my throat was partially paralyzed and if someone else was around, you know what you didn't know, you just made sound. I would tried to say something. I ya yeah, 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 yeah. You've seen those dear people, bless their hearts, couldn't say a word. But somewhere in other folks with me all the time would understand what I was saying. And I was used to Doctor Robertson. Doctors made house calls in those days, and so Doctor Robertson came one day in August, 1933, and I'd been bedfast now since April. And he said, son. I've just taken off 45 minutes from my noon time, my lunch hour. He's the fifth doctor on the case. And he said, I don't know what, if, if the other doctors have told you your, anything much about your condition or what. I said, well, no, not really. Very little. Well, he said, I'm a little different than most doctors. I just believe in telling people the facts. Now, he's a member of the First Baptist Church. He knew the Lord i was a member of that church he said i'm gonna be honest with you son just tell you the truth about the matter there isn't anything can be done for you not only is your heart deformed you were born with a deformed heart he said i mean by this did you ever see a child he said with a deformed with a club foot i said yes sir and i couldn't talk plain but he understood me and he said well that foot's deformed now he said as he held up his fist, imagine now, in your mind, you picture that this is a club foot. My fist now is a club foot. It's deformed. Now get the picture to mind that my fist is your heart. It's deformed. not only is your heart deformed, but you're, in, you're deformed throughout your entire chest area. I could drink a glass of water or anything. It wasn't of the right... Temperature of my body, I could feel it. I asked him, "Why would it spread out over my chest instead of going to my stomach?" Sometimes it goes to stomach, sometimes it spread out over my chest. And he said, "You see, in a normal person's chest, some tubes should be closed, some tubes should be open. In your chest area, every tube is undeveloped and open, never developed, never grew. Now, if we could, which they couldn't then, if we could transplant a brand new heart and put inside your body, you'd still die. It wouldn't help you a bit in the world." The only thing that'd help you is if we could open up your rib cage and we could put a new heart, new lungs, new tubes, everything inside you. And we can't do that. And they still can't do that. Now then, this condition has gone on so long, you become bedfast, and then your blood pressure—you see—just I, I saw Doctor Mathis, bless his darling heart. He'd try to get my blood pressure and it never would register, and he'd find it just throw it down. Said he can't be. Shake his head. It can't you, you can't he'd say, you can't be alive. <laughs> he'd just get mad about it. And he said, Because you see your heart don't beat right and your blood pressure's not right, you become paralyzed and, and and Dr. Master said I would become totally paralyzed. I was ninety percent paralyzed. You'll become totally paralyzed. Then I said, Doctor Robinson, is there something wrong with my blood? When Dr. Mathis took blood, you know, stuck a needle in the end of that finger to get blood to get a blood count, he said, is there something wrong with my eyesight or something wrong with my blood? My blood didn't look red, it looked orange. Pale orange, it's sort of watery-like. He said, son, I'll explain it to you in layman's terms. The white corpuscles eat up the red blood corpuscles faster than you can build them up or we medically can do anything about it. In fact, I'll just be honest with you and tell you the truth about it if you didn't have the heart condition, the deformity through your chest, if you didn't have the paralysis, this incurable blood disease alone would prove to be fatal to you. Just go down the middle of the road and stay ready to go. Son, stay ready to go. Well, I was ready to go as far as being born again was concerned, but I just wasn't ready to go right then, at about 16 years of age. And so, I, I went back to this verse. I, I began to listen to my heart again. And I got over into Mark 11:24 again. What things have you desire. Well, I said, dear Lord, the greatest is, you know, you, you can't understand this if you haven't been paralyzed. See, th- they were turning me on a sheet. I can't even turn over on my side. You, you can't bathe yourself. You can't feed yourself. It's just like you're in chains. You're in bondage. You want to move and you can't move. It's, it's a terrible thing. You, you, if you've never been there, you can't understand it. And all my life, you know, I never really ran and played like other little children. I in the time used to say to the Lord, oh dear God, if I die now, I'm going to die having never really lived. Having never really lived. And so, I would praise God though, at nighttime, because at least it didn't go to hell. But something inside me told me this verse. Well, I tried to talk to relatives and really I couldn't make sense to them because they could just make sounds, and tried to talk kin folks and Well, they loved me, but they're afraid maybe I was gonna lose my mind over the Bible. So I finally hit upon this idea. Because you see, my head told me now, realized afterwards that the devil talked to my head. Now, that doesn't mean healing. After all, healing's been done away with. That just for the apostles, you know. The last apostle died, all that ceased. See, you'd heard these things in life. That just means spiritual things. So I thought, well, I'll just send for my pastor, Dr. C, because he'll know. If that verse means what I think it does, I'm coming off of this bed. And so my grandmother, I, I got her to go, and she walked a couple of blocks. Doctor C only lived about two and a half blocks from us, and rang the doorbell. The maid came to the door and invited in the living room. Finally, Doctor C came in, and she came back telling me, and I rejoiced about it. Yeah, he remembered me. Now he had a church of several hundred; it would be difficult for him to remember uh, a teenager, you know. But he remembered me. I'd been in bed for four months, but he remembered me, and. She said, well, you're his pastor. And you see, I wouldn't have believed what anybody else said except Baptist, you see. You know, because they knew more than anybody. You know, it's amazing how prejudiced we are, biased, because of our religious brainwashing. And so he said, well, Miss Drake, now, of course, uh, you know, I, I can't, it's in the afternoon she walked around. I can't come tomorrow. It was on Monday. I can't come tomorrow. I've got business partner. now then, then Wednesday I'm going to Dallas I couldn't get there till Thursday would that be alright well she said fine he just wants to preach I didn't tell her why I wanted he wants a preacher and you're his pastor so he sent for you well he said now when would be the best time to come and my grandmother said well the earlier in the morning her, his mother bathes him about 8 o'clock and usually till 9.30 or 10 you can get through to him but usually from 10 o'clock on, he just lies there like he's in a stupor, and you, you, you can't get through to it. I know sometimes they would holler. They told me afterwards that they hollered at the top of their voice, just yelled at the top of their voice, and it sounded to me like, and, and, and as far as seeing, it seemed like I could see somebody like two blocks away and hear somebody's voice, but I couldn't distinguish what they said. And you lie there in a stupor the rest of the day. Well, he said, just around the corner there, I can be there by 8.30 Thursday morning, and so... She came back, told me, Dr. C. will be here 8.30 Thursday morning, and I don't know whether you know it or not, but when you're down in the valley of the shadow of death, you hold on to everything you can. That could keep me here for two days. I can hold on to that now. You hold on to every hope, everything you can get a hold of. At least I'll hold on till Thursday now because sometimes it seems like that you're suspended from the ceiling by a thread and yet you're lying up here above the bed, about halfway between the ceiling and the bed. When that thread breaks, you're gone. Many times you have that kind of a sensation. But thank God he never did come. Now here's a lesson I learned early in life, that might pay you to listen. You say, well, why in the world did you thank God he didn't come? He's your pastor. Well... Later on, after I was healed, I went back to the same church and began to testify among the members. Even Dr. Robinson himself admitted it was a miracle. But the pastor said the poor boy stayed and did so long it affected his mind. Well, you know what he would have told me, and I'd have believed it and died. Thank God he didn't come. Now, listen, listen. I cried for three days and nights about it because he didn't come. But I found out early in life that the things you cry about today are things you'll
0: shout about tomorrow.
1: Amen. So thank God He didn't come.
0: You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, My Life and Ministry by Kenneth E. Hagan. If you've been enjoying the series we featured this week, then you'll want to get the entire six CD set for your personal collection. The CD series is just $39.95. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Get this six CD set that includes special insight into the man and the ministry of Kenneth E. Hagan, told in his own words. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's one 1-888- 888 Faith 99, or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R H E M A dot O R G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. And there's all kinds of other ways you can know about the ministry and be
1: involved with the ministry our word of faith magazine and watch the praise or listen to the radio podcast view archive conferences and videos, and we have live church services. That's right, live streaming. Right there on the web, 10 a.m., 7 p.m. on Sunday, and then 7 p.m. Wednesday. And all of that, you can go to rhema.org slash media, and you can get all of that. And we are
0: on Roku as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're on Roku. (laughs) We're everywhere, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we're everywhere. Help Rhema reach out to the communities in Oklahoma that have been so devastated by the recent tornadoes. Give a financial gift online today at rama.org/slash relief or text aid to 28950 and give a gift via your smartphone. Message and data rates may apply. Again, that website is rama.org/slash relief. Thank you for helping Rama bring hope, help, and healing to the world. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, We continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, My Life and Ministry. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.